welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Hey there, welcome or welcome back to the podcast where we talk about all things entrepreneurial leadership and mindset so that you can grow your heart-led, impact-driven business and live the life that resonates with you, that's in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. Well, hey there, how are you today? How is your week going so far? I hope I'm finding you well as we cross over into the new season. It's autumn here in the Northern Hemisphere and lovely spring for you equally lovely folks in the Southern Hemisphere. Definitely been noticing a change in the weather here. How about you if you are in my neck of the weeds in the UK? Unsurprisingly, I guess that's what's meant to be happening, but it always brings with it mixed feelings. I'm happy because autumn's beautiful, but less happy because I know what's coming. Oh well. Anyway, I've been paying more attention this year to nature cycles and so have been reading about the autumn equinox in a book called The Magical Year. I remember someone once saying to me that there's not much that can't be solved by the land and in the context of that conversation she meant by deference and reference to nature. So it's something I'm exploring further just now and with the change of the season I just felt it was timely to mention it to you. So if there's any resources actually on this topic you think I should read or listen to I would love if you would let me know. So you can reach me as you know l at lturner.me. Today's topic on taking it personally, though, is all about activities you can do for your business during the time that you allocate as CEO time. So why am I talking about this? Well, I talk a lot about leadership and stepping into the role of entrepreneurial leader in your business when you're a solopreneur or micro business owner. And I talk about it in terms of it being a mindset, an identity, an embodiment of the person that you want to be in your business so that you can build a business that meets your individual needs, your lifestyle desires, and that feels and is congruent with your values and the way that you behave as a human. I talk about focusing on entrepreneurial leadership development from as early as possible in your business and focusing on it as a priority business activity because it creates a solid foundation from which we can make decisions and take action with more confidence, able to work through or dismantle common pitfalls like analysis paralysis, fear, self-doubt and other limiting beliefs, which we've talked about a lot on the podcast, so that we can do the things needed in business to make progress, things like becoming visible promoting ourselves and our work, making offers, all that good stuff. And I talk about looking at your business objectively and how to do that so that you're taking decisions and actions from a grounded place and not, for example, from a fear-ridden place. So I talk a lot about leadership 
being a leader in your business or a CEO or a founder or whatever term resonates with you for you to call yourself. But what are other activities, external activities that need your attention during CEO time? Building your business mindset, entrepreneurial leadership development work, your personal development as a business owner. These are the components that create the build the business owner philosophy. You know, if you've been around me or listened to episodes of the podcast before, I say that business is personal and you need to build the business owner to build the business. So building your business mindset, entrepreneurial leadership development work, your personal development as a business owner, they are crucial priority business activities. But in approaching your business as its leader, what other activities could you undertake? What do you need to be mindful of? And what do you need to ring fence time for that could be called CEO time? That's what we're going to talk about today. Now, just before we start, I should say that this is what I do. There are people more expert than me in some of the areas that I'm going to talk about, and I'll tell you which. I'll say what I can help you further with, what falls into my remit, for want of a better word, and what you would be better to find someone else to support you with because it falls out of my area of expertise. So setting aside building your business mindset, entrepreneurial leadership development work, your personal development as a business owner, only for a nanosecond because it pains me, but setting those things aside, here are five suggestions for activities to occupy your CEO time. First of all, goal setting, action planning and reflection. What do you want to achieve in your business? Within what time frame do you want to achieve this? What action do you need to take to achieve the goals that you set and what progress are you making? That in a nutshell covers goal setting, action planning and reflection as a topic. But of course, there's many ways to go about it and nuances and you'll have your own preferences. I've got a couple of podcast episodes on the topic of goal setting if or when you're keen to find out more. Episode five is called Are Your Goals Holding You Back in Business? Which is all about dialing down the pressure around your goals because we get so emotionally invested, understandably, that we can actually build up so much pressure around ourselves that we end up getting stuck. So episode five is about dialing down the pressure that we put on ourselves about achieving our goals. And episode 31 is the business is personal approach to your mid-year review. That's what it's called. And it talks about specific things in relation to, to goal setting in that episode too. So these episodes are both more reflective of my entrepreneurial leadership and mindset content. And again, if goal setting, action planning and reflection is something that you want some support with, just give me a holler because this is an area that I can help you with. The second topic for your CEO time Metrics, looking at your metrics, the numbers against which you measure the progress of your number driven goals. So, for example, how many people have signed up for your freebie versus the number that you expected and tracing through your metrics what's working well and what you can focus on to reach your goals if that's something that you need to do. There are others in the online space who can help you decide what metrics to measure in your business, but I'll give you one as an example related to the freebie example that I just spoke about. If you're promoting your freebie through posting content, the metrics I would look at are the numbers of people clicking through the links in your promo post to the landing page. In fact, you can actually put individual links in each promo post so that you know which promo post is working the best. So I would look at the number of clicks through to the landing page and if I'm not happy with the numbers, I know that maybe the copy in the promo post isn't resonating, maybe I didn't promote it enough and I can start to investigate which of these or other things that it might be. 
But if I am happy with the numbers, then I know my promo posts are working well. So then I would check the numbers clicking through from the landing page to sign up for the freebie. If I'm happy with those, I know the landing page is also working well. But if I'm not happy with the number of people signing up from the landing page, then I know the landing page isn't doing its job. So think about what numbers it makes sense for you to track in your business. Maybe email open rates, percentage of sales calls that you're converting to paying clients if that's your sales process in your business. The metrics that you will look at will depend on what you do in your business and what will be relevant to you. So that's one area to have a think about. The next area, finances and admin. This one maybe isn't the most fun topic either, kind of like metrics. It depends on what floats your boat, I suppose. But as a business owner, you need to keep an eye on what is going on with your finances and with the admin side of your business. So during your CEO time, check in on your finances. Again, it's not my expert area. I just do what I do myself. So get proper advice if you need it. As the owner of my business, I want to know exactly what's what, where all the pennies are going. So I keep a regular eye on that. And in terms of admin, examples might be, are your email funnels up to date? And by that, I mean, do your nurture sequences reflect the up-to-date position in your business and what you want your ideal client to learn about you? Have you got all your legals in place, for example, your policies? Have you got them all in place for what's required in your jurisdiction? Do you have a system for storing your financial records? Are you keeping standard operating procedures up to date or writing them in the first place? Again, the priority you place on this work and the time that you spend on it will depend on the size and stage of your business and to an extent your own personal attitude to risk. I'm pretty risk averse, but in any case, whether you are or you aren't, it's not an area to ignore or completely forget about. So take some time to know what's required. And it is one of these areas that if you give it attention, your business life will be easier in the long run. The fourth area, I think it's number four. Yes, it is. The fourth area that I want to talk with you about is research. Now, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, I think, throughout this episode. But again, the time that you choose to devote to this area will depend on the size and stage of your business and your goals and plans for the future. But I look at this area as keeping a weathered eye on things that will make it easier for me to hit the ground running to launch products and services that I'm planning to launch in the future. I don't spend a lot of time on it, but by way of example, if promo of a certain software or platform that I think will be useful to me crosses my path, I'll take a little bit of time to see what it's all about and either keep a note or discard it so that I'm not starting from scratch seeing what's available when the time comes up that I need it. I signed up for a free webinar yesterday of a software that I like the sound of but don't need or want to get yet. I can probably listen to the replay at double speed while I'm doing something else and that will give me enough knowledge to either tuck away for the future or make a decision that the software is not right for me so that I don't need to start from scratch when the time comes that I want to be all systems go and launching my new services. The fifth and final area that I want to talk to you about and suggest that you build into your CEO time is your thought leadership, if that's something that you want to be a feature of your business. As impact-driven business owners, I find we often have something we want to speak to, perhaps directly related to what we do in business and who we serve, or perhaps on some other topic that you want your business to enable you to impact What is thought leadership? Well, I'm going to tell you what it means to me. It's not about having a thought that no one else has had before. I mean, fabulous if you can do, but I don't know how you would know that you'd had a thought that no one else has ever had before. But to me, thought leadership is about vocalising your expertise and your purpose to raise awareness in others of whatever your message is 
and have an impact on them positively through doing so. One of the reasons to focus on this during your CEO time is I think it takes time to articulate what your thought leadership message is, whether that's through the spoken word or in writing, it takes time to write into it or talk into it. For me, in my business, in a broad sense, my purpose is about supporting women to build a business that gives them the platform and resources they want to have the impact that they want. And my expertise that I share as the way of doing so is leadership and personal development for entrepreneurs. That desire for me to share that message and do this work is born out of the inequity and silencing both overtly and covertly that women have experienced and I really want through levering the opportunities having a business gives me to contribute to dismantling inequity more generally. Now I'm far 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 from the only person ever to have had these thoughts ideas or to have spoken about them but that's the stance that I want to take and the message that I want to share to reach people who feel and want to do the same. Now, thought leadership and developing your thought leadership, this is another area that you can come to me for support with if you're looking to develop in that area. I sometimes call it impact messaging. So give me a shout if this is something that interests you to take further. To recap on my five suggestions for activities you could incorporate into your CEO time. Firstly, we have goal setting, action planning and reflection and thought leadership. Those two areas, hit me up if you want to know more or want to work together on these topics. These are two areas that I can help you with. The other three areas, metrics, finance and admin and research. I've shared with you how I look at these areas as a business owner for my own purposes, but in terms of getting advice on what to do for your business specifically, when to outsource, etc., I'm not your best gal for that. I should imagine there are business coaches and specialists who speak to each of these areas. So have a look in the online space or in the real world, if you like. (laughs) Do we do these things anymore? (laughs) Anyway, have a look for the people who can support you best in those areas. So we've talked about what you could do. How often should you do it? How often should you carve out CEO time in your schedule and how long per session, for example? Now, as I said, for the examples above, it very much depends on the stage of your business, the cycle you're in, the time of year and what your business needs. What I would say is that it's a balance. And as a rule of thumb, during the early stages of business and as a solopreneur, you'll spend less CEO than service provider time. And this balance will shift a bit as time goes on, as you outsource some of what takes up your day to day in the earlier stages and or as you make changes and your business evolves. Part of leadership of your business is carving out the appropriate time for these activities and to an extent is a natural part of building yourself as a business owner. It's leadership development. If you know leadership development is an area that you want to work on, if you want to step more into the leadership role in your business, that's an area I can help you with. If it's already something you're comfortable doing, that is fantastic. Again, and I'm primarily speaking to myself here, if this is your zone of genius, as the term goes, I would caution you about overdoing the CEO time work. There are other roles you need to perform too. And again, it depends on the size and stage of your business. I say that because this is the stuff that I'm good at. So I have to watch to not overdo the visioning and planning and the researching and all that good stuff and actually do the thing. So maybe that resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't, but I felt I had to mention it perhaps for my own purposes more than anything, but I thought I'd better put it out there for all my fellow planners and big picture fans out there. 
So tell me, do you carve out CEO time in your business? What activities do you perform? Is it your comfort zone to do these activities or isn't it? Can I help you? Email me l at lturner.me and let me know. We can arrange a time to catch up and talk about what you need. Before I go, I have a mega exciting episode of the podcast coming up for you soon. At the time of recording today's episode, which is going out on 22nd September, I don't know if it's going to be next week, the end of September or into October, but keep your eyes and ears peeled because it's a very special episode. Our first guest is joining us. I know it's going to be epic, so I'll let you know more soon. The best way to be in the know is to be on my email list. So there'll be a link in the podcast description so you can join this community of VIPs. Plus, there will be any other relevant and potentially time sensitive links. So do have a look at the description. Join the email community and I'll speak to you again next week on the podcast. Until then, enjoy your business. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.